Tea Room with your lovely host, Palm Tea and Earl Grey. Today, we're going to be talking about the pros and the cons of living alone and also living with the roommate. So we're also going to be spilling the tea on tips for traveling solo. I personally never traveled solo. I know. I did like once, but mm-hmm. not international. Not international. Wait, where did you go? Uh, I want to say it was either D.C. or Philly. I went once by myself. Oh, okay, yeah. So I've I've done the same, but not internationally. Um, so first, we're just going to talk about the pros of living solo. And I have been living alone for the past four years now. And I would say the pro, one of the pros are just coming home to silence. Because <laughs> Earl Grey knows I don't like too much company and too much noise in certain times. So that's one of the pros for me. Um, just coming in and not having to worry about unwanted guests. Because I've had heard horror stories about, you know, roommates like living together and they're coming in and like the house is a mess or, you know, someone's boyfriend is on the couch for like five months. Like he's like a hobo. So it's like <laughs> that's something that um, is a pro for me. Another thing, I guess, cooking for one person because um, I guess courtesy, like, like if you're living with someone and you want to like, I guess, cook for them if, if you know they're going to come home late. And then that's something I don't have to worry about. I'm just cooking for myself. Um, also, no one telling me like when to take out the garbage or like taking out the trash. like <laughs> Or oh. cleaning the dishes right away. Or... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, Palm Tea, you forgot, you know, this little trash bag is here. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about that. Like I do everything on, on my own time. And, you know, I don't have to worry about anyone like leaving sticky notes like, oh, you, you missed that little spot over there. So um, that's something that's a pro for me. Also... I guess not having to ask permission if I want, like, guests over. Like, let's say I'm having, like, a party or, you know, a special guest is coming coming over at night or something. You don't need to let them know. Exactly. That's much easier. (laughs) I don't need to let anybody know. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just like, you know, come over. Like, my door is is open. Um, So that's something for me that's a pro. So I guess um, for you, what's a pro for living with a roommate? And then I'll go into my cons. Sure. So living with a roommate, I would say, obviously, firsthand, you know that you're splitting the rent. So Mm -hmm. or even if even if you're paying more than the other person, at least, you know, you're not putting down everything. I think that's important because it helps you kind of save money, Mm -hmm. um, keeps your budget in check. Uh, Then also, I would say another you're also splitting the the household duties that you have to do. So, yeah. you know, instead of being like, oh, damn, I need to, <laughs> I need to clean the bathroom again. Uh, <laughs> someone can be like, oh, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I cleaned it last month. Or excuse me, I cleaned it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't think that we don't clean the bathroom once. We clean the bathroom <laughs> once a month because we definitely don't do that. Um, I hope it's clean. Palm <laughs> <laughs> tea's trying to imply that my bathroom isn't clean. Actually, all the people I've lived with are pretty clean, and especially when it comes to bathroom and stuff, kitchen, bathroom, you want to make sure it's super clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if if there if there's a time where you do want to talk to someone or you want to run by something by somebody quick, mm-hmm. it's not like oh I need to call someone or I need to reach out to someone. It's like okay, someone's there. Yeah. Uh, I think also if you get along well with the person, yes. it could be like all right, hey, it's a new friend or not even like a friend. I think there's a difference between a friend and a a friendship that you have with a roommate. Yes. So it's it is technically a it could be a friendship, but there's definitely a different layer to it maybe you're 
maybe in the house you guys would have some wine or maybe you would, you know, talk about day-to-day stuff or watch a TV show, mm-hmm. but you aren't going to tell your biggest secret or you're not going to confide in her for something or him for something very serious. Yeah. I think that it's like a different type of friendship. So it could work out where it's like, hey... um, we're hanging out in the in the apartment and things are good, but mm-hmm. maybe necessary maybe not necessarily. You guys are going out outside of the apartment. Yeah. You could have another uh, friendship with you could have a friendship with a roommate where it's great where you guys get along in the apartment and outside. But I think there's also a lot of cases where the roommate is more <clears throat> friend inside the inside the apartment. You guys yeah. do more things, you know. You do more things inside Inside. or you have the conversation be more about the apartment. Yeah. And I feel like that, that I feel like could work well than you're actually living with friends because I remember in college, as you know, um, for the listeners that don't know, we went to UA, shout out to UA, and we all lived together, what was it, our sophomore year? Yes. And that was a lot because, (laughs) you know, it's like, what, four, four or five Girls, we're all living together. We have mutual friends. So at all hours of the night, there will be people coming in. You know, sometimes we'll have a class at maybe 8.45 or 9 a.m. And we'll have our mutual friends, like, in our in our common space playing video games mm-hmm. or, like, playing games or, like, drinking games. And it's, it's a Tuesday. So I feel like I do think the dynamic is different when you're living with someone who you don't really know and then you're, when you're living with your friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes living with your friends could end your friendship. Mm-hmm. So I think you, you really learn also how someone is once you live with them. Yes, that's a big... <laughs> it's a big thing. You learn like mm-hmm. their cleaning habits. You mm-hmm. learn how they were raised. Yes. Like, some people you? were not raised properly and it's just like, well... Wh- how do you just leave your food in the middle of the floor for five hours? Like, I don't know that. I, like, who does that? So I do think um, it is important to be mindful when you're going to get a roommate. Um, for myself, I'll go into the cons of living alone. So I think you touched on it when it when it came to rent. Obviously, when you're living by yourself, rent is higher. So I would say that's a con for me because you're not splitting anything mm-hmm. with anyone unless you find like a sugar daddy or something. <laughs> that's <laughs> another episode. <laughs> yeah, we had an episode on that. But um, <laughs> back on this, yeah, that's definitely a con because um, you, you, for me, I really have to be mindful what I'm spending like on a week to week basis. Like I try... I try to cook here and there, and I try not to eat out as much, even though tonight I'm probably going going to order food. Um, But definitely rent is much higher. Also, this is like a minor thing, but it could be annoying. No one is there to pick up packages when you're, (laughs) you know, when you're in the house because sometimes you're at work or... The, the UPS is just not operating correctly and they don't see your mailbox. So they're just like, oh, nobody's here or there's no place to deliver your package. And then you have to like, you know, walk somewhere, like walk the green mile just to pick up your package. So I do think but I don't that's think- handy. Like if, if you guys have a schedule, like let's say your roommate lives, like works at night or you work during the day, it's kind of like helpful. Like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm expecting a package. Like, are you going to be home? True, but I feel like don't just assume <laughs> that the roommate's going to yeah. pick it up for you. No, that's uh, Yeah, that's true. I should be afraid that your roommate that you're on like a good uh, good space with. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also feel a con for me when you're like going out and you maybe need a second opinion on the outfit. You really don't have anyone to talk to. You just like looking at yourself like, well, this is going to work or it's not. <laughs> or or unless like you're FaceTiming your, your friends. like Which everybody does. <laughs> I was going to say, or you could just be like, am I getting lucky tonight or no? <laughs> oh, 
okay. Oh, yeah, but, like, it's true. Or or what I do, because I don't live with anyone else, then, like, you or, like, someone a picture, like, oh, is this a cue? Or, or like, how does this look? So sometimes the pictures take a while to load. So it will be helpful <laughs> to have someone there. just To, to be see like, it oh, in person. See it in person. Also, <laughs> I think... Um, I'm a little bit more paranoid sometimes. Like, if you hear, like, a sound in the apartment. Like, if you have a roommate, you're probably like, oh, that's my roommate. Like, she's she's hungry. It's it's the middle of the night. But if you live by yourself like I do, sometimes you hear extra sounds. You're like, is someone coming to rob me tonight? Like, is it my last <laughs> night? Is it my last hour on this earth? So it's just like, you know, you have a little bit more, I guess, security when you feel like, oh, someone else is there. Like, calm down. And I think um, one last kind I would say is... um. I guess less accessibility to people, like what you were mentioning earlier. If you want to talk to someone real quickly or if you want to run something by someone, you can do that. Or even like if you're just like, I just feel like grabbing a drink and like talk to your roommate who's right there. Hey, you want to grab something? Like for me, I have to text. I have to call. <laughs> uh, and they're like, oh, well, what time do you want to do this? So in terms of planning, it could be a little bit annoying. But yeah, I would say those were the cons for me. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. I think at this point, the age we're at, I feel like most people do live on their own. Mm. So I've lived with different roommates for about five years. Yeah. I've had a lot of roommates. I have had four in total. Um, I have a really uh, good friendship with my roommate right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that it's probably it's definitely crossed over into the more... The friendship where you're doing things outside of the apartment, not just in the apartment, which is great. But like you said, you know, you want to at first be cautious of that. But once you get to trust someone, you're like, oh, okay, this works. I think I think you're okay. (laughs) Uh, But in terms of cons, so I mean, I'm I moved out of my parents' apartment into the apartment with with a roommate. I didn't Mm -hmm. really I didn't really have much I had a little bit of time without a roommate, but not much. Uh, and you obviously get a feel when your roommate is away. You get the feel of how it would be. <clears throat> but I would say just in general from conversations with my friends and what I would uh, what I would think, you really need to be cognizant of the other person and their schedule. So there are times where you, you want to come home. And it sounds like the most simple thing, but... You want to take a shower when you get home, you know, after a long day and maybe your roommate's in the shower. You wanted to cook and depending on the size of your kitchen, you know, will there be enough space for you? Or sometimes you, you know, okay, you, you just want to go to sleep. You don't want to talk to anybody. You want it to be quiet and maybe your roommate is listening to, listening to music or doing mm-hmm. something, you know, watching a movie or maybe they have a friend over because just like you can bring people over, right. your roommate can also bring somebody over. Mm-hmm. Um, just And also being aware of, okay, so if you're going to have somebody over, is it going to be late? Is the roommate working early? And I think that not everyone's considerate of that, but I think that if you're not, either the roommate would get Depending on the person you live with, they mm-hmm. would get really mad. There could be issues. Mm-hmm. Also, I think when you live by yourself, you can obviously take up all the space that you want. You can Facts. be in the living room spread out. You know, imagine you're you have to do something. You want to do artwork. You want to watch a movie and have all these snacks. You can take up whatever space you want. Mm-hmm. When <clears throat> when you live with a roommate, you can't do that. You kind of obviously you can be in all the spaces, but you don't want to have everything spread out. You yeah. don't want to have stuff that should be in your bedroom, mm-hmm. in the living room. So you have to be a little bit, I think, a little bit more careful of that. Yeah. Uh, just so they feel like, okay, you know, 
on both ends. You're not taking up the entire space. Right. Um, I would say another, uh, which is, I haven't had this issue, but I can, I, excuse me, I've heard that people have had the issue. Sometimes when you're splitting rent with someone, or even if it's not split down the middle, but it's still, you know, you're you're both paying, right? And maybe <laughs> maybe one person is the one who writes the checks, or the person who who pays online everything, mm-hmm. and you're relying on someone else. What if the person isn't reliable? You have to like keep reminding them, like remi- the bill is due, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Or if they're if they have to ask you for an extension, and then yeah. that that eats into your funds. Yes. Or that, like I said, that has not happened to me, thankfully, <laughs> but I know that that happens. Or also, what if you guys are not on the best terms and then rent is due or, or a cable bill, whatever comes in and you kind of have to do the whole, Hey, I know we're not really speaking or Hey, we're not on great terms, but yeah. you know, just, just as a reminder in like a, in a, in a way that's not going to irritate the person more. Yes. Um, but yeah. that's, I think that's a, if you live with someone, it's known that even if you guys are not going to speak, because I've known situations where two room or two or three roommates don't get along and they only speak because of like a Venmo Payment. request. Yeah. Exactly. So you should know at this point, it's like, if I don't speak to the person, if you don't want to be cordial, okay. But understand at this point, it's about, it's, it's more about, okay, I'm, I'm fulfilling my, you know, my, um, my duties, my as duties a as a roommate, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Helping that's, me that's find the why, words. That's why I live alone. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I skipped the payment. That's on me. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, I, I know what I'm am in control of. Like, I don't have to, and that's in all aspects. But that's like another story. But I like not having to rely on someone else when when it comes to my living conditions. Like, also, I would say a pro is not having to worry about compromising with someone when it comes to like redecorating or it comes to like. Things being in a certain place, it's just like, this is my space. Yep. This is where the lamp is going to be. You know, this is the TV. I don't have to worry about me going inside because you have a guest and you want them to watch the TV in the living room. It's like, I have my own space. I'm in control of my own space. And I, I don't have to worry about, I guess, appeasing someone else or making them feel comfortable. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. You mentioned about in terms of having kind of the creative ability to do whatever you want to your own apartment. Yeah. Um, I think I think that I agree with that, but I would say in certain cases, what if you don't usually decorate that much or you're kind of busy and mm-hmm. then, you know what, like someone kind of takes ownership of that and, and you're okay. It's like a holiday thing. You're yeah. okay with that. I think it really, it, it could get tricky with big things of like some big artwork or yes. big uh, pieces in the apartment, furniture. But in terms of small decorating, like in my case, yeah. kudos to my roommate. Uh, um, I like decorating, but at the moment, I just have other things going on that that wasn't at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. And she kind of was like, okay, I want to decorate. And I was like, oh, great, cool. Like mm-hmm. she can do it and it looks nice. And it's not those big touches where you're like, I really wish that I had a, a big say. I think yeah. small things, you're like, oh, cool. It's like an addition. But I know that that's not the case all the time. It's yeah. more of, oh, I want to take away this painting or I don't like this. The, I don't like the couch or let's get a new dining room table, bigger things. Mm-hmm. But I think in small things, it's like, okay, right. you can be flexible. Um, just another another big thing that I think to touch on as a con, um, unless you guys have the same habits, habits are really important. You touched on this a little bit. Yeah. Imagine you... You 
are with someone who sleeps during the day and then is up all night? What if they're cooking loud at night, mm-hmm. you know, um, playing music, having a bunch of guests over at night, mm-hmm. and, and the other person's like, hey, you know, I'm doing most of the stuff during the day. Yeah. This is distracting. Or also think about if someone has a job that starts at the same time and they both want to take showers in the morning or they um, or somebody someone has to have you know someone has family over a lot and then the other person's like hey you know your family's over a lot or what if someone has a boyfriend and they think oh it's okay I'm just gonna have him over all the time and then the other person doesn't have anybody over yeah or or that you know I think a lot of those habits can be understood at the very beginning yeah, uh, I I feel like that's where, and I I don't I haven't been in this situation obviously because I live by myself. But I feel like I feel like that's when the communication has to be like very, um, very thorough like throughout the process of you living with someone because and I feel like it's also important to address things right away. Like let's say you do have a roommate who has a boyfriend and he's there all the time and it's it's kind of cutting into your time and into the apartment or it's just getting just a little irritating. I think there's a way you can express like, hey, you know, is there some time where you can go over his house or I just feel like um, it's not our space anymore. So I do think in those situations, even with like the shower situations, that communication like is important that you guys do know each other's sure. schedules and like there's like a respect factor there. Um, so we did take a poll on our Instagram, the Tea Room Pod, on um, people who currently live alone or with a roommate. Thank you guys for answering it. So, so far we have um, 64% of people live with a roommate and 36% live on their own. That's based just on the poll that we took on Instagram. So looks like a majority of people that, you know, are listening or took the poll do live with a with the roommate. Good luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, they live in a lot of people who responded to the poll, they live in the tri state area. Yeah. And so you want to be saving money, that's one way to do it. Yeah, that's something that we should reiterate. We do live in New York City. So it's probably for your own survival that it's important <laughs> to live with a roommate. I'm clearly want to die tomorrow. <laughs> But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're going to just kind of give some, well, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but we're going to give a little bit more tips on like living alone and living with the roommate. Um, so for me, I would say if you do plan on living alone and you happen to live in New York City or a bigger area, I would say when you're looking for an apartment to try to look for like a rent stabilized building, um, that way the chances are that they're not going to increase the rent as much um, on a yearly basis. Um, I know the standard, sometimes most um, rent-stabilized buildings, they'll increase the rent by like $50 or $100. And if it's if it's not rent-stabilized, it could be much more. So I would say like try to, when you're researching apartments, try to look for rent-stabilized buildings. Um, I would also try not to go through a broker. Um, it could be a little bit harder, but I would say try to find like a two-family house or a townhouse and see if the landlord is like renting out a floor or a room. And that could that's helpful because you don't have to go through a broker. You're just paying the owner of that of that um, family house. Um, I do know somebody who lives in the Bronx and he's paying $900 a month. Because he lives in the Bronx. Yeah, but $900 a month, like, if you hear that, some you're living, like, under, like, a bridge. If, if, if you heard that and you didn't think, like, what, they live in New York City. And it's because 
he has, I think he lives in the first floor of a of a two-family house in the Bronx. So that would be my tip. Try to look more for like maybe a townhouse or like a family house where you're avoiding those extra fees. Um, and I know there was recently, I think it was last year, there was a law passed where brokers can no longer exceed fees over one month's worth of rent. And even though there are people who like work around that, um, just know that they're not allowed to ask you more than one month's worth of rent. And um, the processing fee for apartment applications should not be more than $20 by law. Now, I do know when I was looking for an apartment back in 2015, this was not the case. I got charged $600 to process my application fee. I remember that. $600. Mm-hmm. And I had to pay a security deposit and first month's rent. So that was insane. But, um, you know, I just, my main goal was just living on my own and getting an apartment. But um, that as of right now, should not be the case. Application fee should not be nowhere near $600. It should be 20 Yeah, that's what I read an uh, article on that. It, for just like the application fee, it shouldn't exceed $20 by law. I think um, Governor Cuomo like passed that. Um, but as, You clearly didn't have that luxury. No, I didn't because that was back in like 20, 2015. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that that would be my, my tip. Um, some of the sites I used were like Trulia and Zillow and Street Easy. Even though I do know through Trulia, most of the agents, you do have to go through a broker fee. But in terms of the quality of the apartments, they were pretty good. Um, so yeah, those are my tips. If you're looking for an apartment and you do not want a roommate. So if you do want a roommate or you have no choice and you don't want to die tomorrow <laughs> like Tom T, back. Uh, you can be like me and I have had a roommate for several years now. Uh, so I would say several things that if when you so to start at the beginning, uh, when you are looking, there are a bunch of apps. There's a bunch of websites. Um, literally a Google search can tell you there's like Roomy, Roomy Match, mm-hmm. uh, the Roomies with an I, I believe. There's, um, I'm forgetting the name of them, but you can find them on Google very easy. Or you can reach out to me. I can just give you some recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also used Facebook groups. So there's a lot of localized Facebook groups where they cover the area or if you're in New York City and you're there's like various interests that they have and then there's like female ones uh you can definitely join those and um you can post about looking for a roommate mm-hmm. then i would say obviously do your search try to look everywhere i would say just don't use do people still use craigslist for things um that's a good question i, I think they i think they roommate. do but it sounds a little shady for <laughs> for a roommate but i do think people do use that i don't know how often though so i would say uh just make sure you're using a legitimate website or an app again the facebook yeah. groups are great too because you're like okay someone's on facebook mm-hmm. maybe you'll have mutual friends especially if you're looking for someone to move in a you know when they're in in a an area mm-hmm. uh, where maybe they've been living already or they have a group of friends. I would also say that once you find your roommate or once you're interviewing, maybe if that's the process that you're going to go through, mm-hmm. uh, draft some questions and talk to her and or, or him, excuse me, and get to know their habits, their yes. background. Obviously, you don't want to do the third degree. What is it? The first degree? The, the third, the third degree. degree. <laughs> When, I, when you say first degree, I think of like first degree burns or yeah. something. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't want to be doing the all of that, but you definitely want to get a feel for what type of person they are. Are they reliable? Yeah. Ask them, you know, the questions that are important about 
their state their stable job yes. uh their you know a, the stable income the mm-hmm. um you know are they what are they involved in you know uh th- like th- with their credit cards are they paying everything on time <laughs> like stuff like that um obviously you don't want to be sounding crazy and wanting to know every little thing but yeah. you want to get a feel that they'll be reliable and at the end of the month you know excuse me at the beginning of the month you're not going to um whenever you end up paying your rent yeah. you're not going to have issues with them also, you should draft a roommate agreement mm. just so you can outline the different, uh, the different, I guess, rules in a way or guidelines so that you don't get stuck in a crunch. Imagine, she, imagine the roommate decided to leave in the middle, you know, while the lease was still up and didn't help you find a new roommate. Yep, you're stuck covering the covering rent. the rent, mm-hmm. and uh, or also, what if uh, you haven't discussed any of the roommates like personal life and you didn't know oh they have a boyfriend or they have a best friend who's gonna come over five days a week and they didn't have that discussion or they didn't even get to meet the person uh you know you don't want to do that i think um just get a feel for the person uh you know if you need to ask like i think even when i first start when i first moved out i asked the I asked my potential roommate for like two pay stubs just to see the most recent ones. Mm. Not like you don't need to see the breakdown of everything, but just making sure, okay, there's something state, you know, something stable. stable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can also Google. They'll tell you. That's how I found out a lot of the, uh, requ- not requirements, but I guess the important things to ask mm-hmm. or the important things to request. Okay, so once you find a roommate, hopefully they're normal. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. And hopefully. Um, and I would say that uh, one of the things we touched on, just communication is mm. super important. Yes. Uh, you know, if there's something, maybe even like the first, uh, within the first week or so of the person moving in, I would suggest, hey, do you want to maybe grab coffee or do you want to hang out in the apartment? We can talk about, uh, you know, in terms of like, what's your schedule like? Um, how often are you maybe how often are you cleaning how often are you going to be in the apartment uh you know right now um my roommate is a flight attendant hopefully Mm. she doesn't get mad at me for talking all (laughs) about her but so you know you want to figure out who when is someone going to be in the apartment uh you know are they going to be having guests over even if it's just like friends or family Mm -hmm. um are they going to have guests for an extended period of time what if someone's visiting from out the country or another state right um are, do they have certain commitments that you should know about? Uh, you know, how, just in terms of lifestyles, you want to get a feel so you can be aware and I think kind of just coexist with them in the same space and be productive. Right. Uh, you know, and, and kind of, I would say, not step on each other's toes, like coexist and be cool, but obviously keep space, you know, keep each other's space and be respectful and mindful of each other's space. Um and figure out what work, works best. Like, are you guys going to be using Venmo at the, you know, at the beginning? Right, right. Do you guys use Cash App? Or just also, like, is this someone who, down to nitty gritty stuff, like, are they are they morning people? Are they going to be home at weird hours? Just all those things I think you want to touch base on ahead of time. So yeah. it's not like a month in, oh, this person ha- has a guest over for three or four days and didn't even tell me. Yeah. You want to let them know, even if it's over communicating. I'd rather get a text of, hey, my friend is coming to visit for a few hours or my friend is going to stay over right. as opposed to me walking home from work late, long day. You want to go to your room. Is on your Someone's couch. on my couch and you're like, oh, who's this? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, you just want to get a feel for everything. 
everything. Yeah. And then I would say um, if there is an issue, uh, I would think it helps when you get to know that person so you can figure out the best way to address it. Yeah. Because you live with someone, you're close to them, you're going to be there in the apartment, especially in New York winter, you're going to be there a decent amount. <laughs> right. So you want to make sure you know how to handle things when there could be a potential issue or maybe somebody... You know, maybe someone will be upset, but they're the type of person where they don't want to, they don't want to talk right away. They yeah. need some space. Or you're going to meet someone who's like, hey, let's hash this out right now because right. I want to, you know, um, I want to make sure we uh, move past this and, and go forward. Right. Uh, so I would say, again, communication. I would say uh, maybe over-communicating in certain circumstances, yeah. uh, being understanding and respectful of the space. Um, but also, I think knowing, like, I've had pe I've heard stories of people not cleaning. I've heard stories of people taking stuff from their fridge. I've yep. you know items that aren't there. So you really want to uh, take care of that stuff in the beginning. And then also, if you we, we're all human, so what if the you know the other person comes to you like, hey, you know, I'd appreciate if you would do this, or I noticed you did this. Hey, talk about it at the beginning so yeah. you can squash that and own up to things. Yeah. That's great. I think that's where it goes down to just knowing how a person is because some people don't like confrontation. Mm -hmm. like I heard a lot of stories where roommates, you know, they'll miss a bill or they'll come in and, you know, the kitchen is dirty or they realize there's garbage been piling up for weeks. And instead of saying something to that person, you know, they'll say something to somebody else. And it's just like, well, that's the person you're living with. If, if that's still an issue, you should address it, like you said, right away. Mm -hmm. So that way you're just keeping like a peaceful living living environment. You don't like, want to get up and yeah, then be just... In a, in a mood. And I yes. feel like that's, that's the worst when you have to walk on eggshells with someone that you live with because it's like you live with that person you can't escape that person mm -hmm. unless they're they decide to get up and pack their bags but i do think it's important just and also like to set boundaries and just to understand what you were saying earlier just people's habits because some people are very picky or meticulous about certain yes. things like well you know i like the cabinets closed or or you know exactly like, i like the, to leave the light on a little bit mm -hmm. or or you know it's too hot in here i like yes. to keep the window open a crack so mm -hmm. it's like it's all those things I don't have to worry about. I know, yeah. So it comes <laughs> but into, it's, it, it comes into like just like you said, respect and like and like communication. I think it's super important when you're when you're living with anybody. Yeah, I would say that's another thing you really need to be aware of: habits, allergies, anything that yes. could come into play, and you. You deal with that when you're, you know, living with a roommate. But then, as I mentioned, there's definitely pros. So mm -hmm. I hope people don't get discouraged with getting a roommate <laughs> because Palm Tea's over here like, well, I'm, I don't need to worry about these things. And I get it because yeah. it is, you notice that if you're, if you have a roommate and they go away for a few days, you're like, oh, okay. Like, right. You, you have can a do taste, you have a taste of Palm Tea's life a little bit. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I do think, um, <laughs> it is, important to to just like you said communication and, and, and the respect factor um so now we're gonna go into tips for traveling solo so if any of you guys are interested in traveling by yourself whether it's overseas whether it's domestic um we do have some great tips from you guys um that we want to share um so i was mm -hmm. Not to interrupt you, but I would just preface by saying I really want to go mm -hmm. on a solo trip overseas. To where? I, I don't know yet, but I feel like it's one of those things where you should do it, especially at our age. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. 
I don't know. I feel like I'm a little worried about that. I do want to go, but I would probably go to like London or a place where like I don't they have to worry English. about like a language barrier, uh, yes. and also where I feel like it's easy to get a to, to get, get around because I've heard that like, and we've been to Toronto before. I heard Toronto is pretty like kind of simple to get around. I've heard London is simple to get around, and also I would love to go to Europe in general well i've been there before but just to go to london because then you can go to like paris you can go to different different places like you've been to paris so um yeah it's on my bucket list too i'm just like "Ah, i don't know not yet not yet um so one of the tips that we had was from our good friend named mike shout out to mike that's the homie um he's been to the philippines and um, he he's like a traveler. He loves traveling. So he gave us some great tips. So one tip that he gave us was to use Google Flights um, or Expedia if you're looking for flights, affordable flights to um, travel um, abroad. He also suggested to use hostels. And with the hostel, it's cheaper just to like, you know, live in certain hostels. And, and you meet a lot people so that you meet tons yeah. of people and I've I've stayed at hostels before just not for a solo trip and mm-hmm. you do meet people I feel like more so if you're by yourself at a hostel yeah. I was with other people but still definitely like going in and out you'll meet people from all over yeah and that's one of the things that he he said like it's great to meet locals and he also said that um some countries have a pass that includes like all the touristy things to do so to look for that um i know when we went to toronto we had like a i think it was like a city pass tour so yes you can look at the aquarium you can go to the cn tower so definitely look for those type of touristy passes when you're traveling um alone um, another suggestion he had was to be spontaneous, to try different foods, because I have heard stories where, like, Americans travel to different countries, and they're like, where is the fries? And it's just like, okay, like, you're in Colombia, or you're in, like, Argentina, you got to go all the way over there to eat fries. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, try different foods, respect the culture that's over there, and, um, you know, enjoy yourself. Um, one of, <laughs> one of the other tips he gave, which I thought was really smart, were, was to, um, take pictures and video of places that you're at. So in case you get lost, um, you can refer back to the pictures to like, you know, gather yourself and get back to your location. And he also <laughs> suggested to share your locations with people you trust. So trust doesn't mean the person you just met at the hospital 24 <laughs> hours ago, like someone that you you know you can trust with your life or that you know that if something was wrong, they'll at least try and look out mm-hmm. for you. Even if you're in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. know how close you <laughs> um, So that was the suggestion that um, Mike had. Um, do you want to read Garvin? Sure. <laughs> so we had another from our friend Garvin. Thank you for giving us these tips. <laughs> so again, he had mentioned about using the hostels. They're much cheaper than regular hotels. I mean, at this point, I would say uh, I know Airbnbs are also are also good. It's just you're not going to have that social aspect. Exactly. Also, so some hostels, they provide free breakfast, which is great. You don't need to worry about You can just go about the rest of your day, especially if you have a really busy schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, then if you're going to go abroad to Europe, like uh, Pomti said, if you're going to London, yes. I'm a perfect example of that. I went to London and then traveled to Paris by train. Mm-hmm. It was very easy. I would really recommend it. You also, when you got to the train station in London, there were a bunch of different other destinations you could go to. I think you can go to like Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of other ones that you can go to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's pretty easy. Uh, You, I mean, you need to get there 
some time in advance because it's still security. You still have to go through security because it's another country. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah, you still need to go through security, but it's not the security like the Wait, airport. Wait, so, so let me envision that. So let's say you're going from London and then you go to Amsterdam or you go to Paris. So you still, when you get off the train, there's still security there that like checks your bags and yes. everything? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let us get away with that, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, so I would say, yeah, definitely go to multiple cities. Mm-hmm. Um Given the proximity, and I would say, in my opinion, uh, when I was in Paris, I was only there for about 36 hours. However, mm-hmm. I think that forced me to go to destinations like boom, boom, boom. Right. I got you know them done fairly quickly, but I still got to see a lot for the short time I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a great way to do it. I would say spend more than 36 hours in Paris <laughs> because Paris is beautiful, but right. that was my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the tips... Um, Look for the cities that have direct flights back to your hometown. So you could be doing a London, Paris, Amsterdam, another city, but then try to get from that last city, try to get straight back. Exactly. Uh, so you can just leave from there. Uh, mm-hmm. That actually is funny. A couple of years ago uh, when I was in Spain, um, the flight going there and home was from Barcelona and our last city, the stop was not in Barcelona, so we had to take the train from that destination back to Barcelona. The next morning was our flight. Oh. So try to do that so that you don't need to worry about transportation. So it was maybe like a five to six hour train ride from mm-hmm. that place. But you get you get there late. You had to be really up really early for the uh, for the flight back home. So just be mindful of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that reminded me when I, I went to Italy back in 2013 and on the flight back, I went with my sister, but we went with the travel group. Um, <laughs> we almost missed our flight back to, to, to the U S cause we had to stop in, in Paris mm-hmm. and they weren't, they weren't letting us know like where our flight was. Oh. So, and they were not speaking English. Mm-hmm. So me and my sister were like looking for screens, like, where are we going to go? But we, we had to take a, a flight from Paris back home, but it worked out since I'm here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another tip that, um, I had from another, um, person that is a new listener to the show. Shout out to Jamel. Um, he had said to research um, the culture and events for your destination. Um, like, what are they known for? And um, depending on, like, what you want to do when you're going to a different country. Like, if you want to go to London and see the Big Ben. Or if you want to go to Paris and see the Eiffel Tower. Or just certain events or, or landmarks that you're looking for to research that. Um, he, um, out of everyone, prefers Airbnbs as opposed to hostels. And he said that because he doesn't have to worry about, like, other people. So he and, doesn't want to yeah. get to know. Some people, they may want to be on their own. Yeah. It's different. It's different for, for other people. Um, another thing he said where he went, he didn't have to worry about the, the language barrier because where the countries that he specifically went to, most of them spoke English. Um, he also said to find a place in the middle of the city or a hot spot based off of what you're looking for. And I think that's smart. So like the Airbnb, you mean? Um, I think he meant, yeah, where you're staying. So mm-hmm. that is easier to travel to like, you know, different events or cultures or things like that, um, which I think is a good idea. I think we did that when we went to Toronto. We made sure to have like a hotel. Yep. That was pretty in mm-hmm. the cen- pretty much in the center or close to the center of the city. Exactly. So I think those were great tips. Thank you. And then I have another tip 
um, from my friend Tracy. Shout out to Tracy. And she had a, a more like etiquette take when it comes to like traveling by yourself. So she also mirrored what Jamel said to research where you're going so that you're well aware of the customs and the religions and the locals. Um, I think she had went to Dubai. And, you know, in Dubai, you have to, you know, wear certain garments or you can't show your 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 kneecaps and certain <laughs> or things. Or your ankles. Or your, or your ankles. So... <laughs> Um, I, I think that's a really great tip because I do think that sometimes people go to different countries and they're, they're thinking about what they're doing, but not the culture mm-hmm. and where they're surrounded by. And the laws are very different yes. in different countries than they are in the U.S. So that's something um, to be mindful of. She also said to be respectful. Respect goes a long way. Please and thank you. A smile will take you even further. Um, remember that you're not in your home country, so things are done differently, mm-hmm. which is true. Um, in terms of a language barrier... She said it is important to at least learn a few words or or phrases, and um, if that's not your native language where where the country you're visiting, and just to make a little bit more effort just to at least, I guess, do basic communications. Like if you need to know how to order food, you should say that in in their language. Yes, the basics. The basics, yeah. Or know like how to actually use the bathroom or left, right in (laughs) in those situations. She also said to be sure to tip tip your guide, your drivers, and your restaurant staff. She also like... She also works as a bartender, so I understand oh. why she says that. Well, I think every I would say every place you go is different. Like yeah. some countries, the standard may be okay, you tip. Mm-hmm. Other countries, it's like it's offensive, or mm-hmm. a certain amount is offensive. So you want to do that research prior to going on the trip. I agree. Um, and she she reiterated that again, like do your research and tip accordingly. And the last tip that she had was while shopping to watch your surroundings, be mindful of pickpockets, thieves. And um, also purchasing different handmade pieces because um, they're handmade. They took time to carve. So just be careful with like the different items. And speaking of pit, um, pit, what is it? Pickpocketing, <laughs> pickpocketing, pickpocketing. When I was in Italy, hilarious. We went to like I think six different cities. Like we went to Pompeii, um, Rome, um, Sorrento, like just different cities around around Italy, and. I think we were in Rome and we were with a group and there was this girl, like there no, there was this woman and she was like showing us scarves and everything and she had like a big skirt. Underneath the skirt there was a little girl that was stealing people's bags. So in our travel group, this guy's like, My passport, like where's my passport? And I was like, Oh my God. So it seemed like um the the woman was purposely like coming distracting around people. and distracting and whoever was under her skirt was pickpocketing everybody i was like whoa that's so, one yeah. hustle <laughs> <laughs> um not saying that to discourage anyone from going to rome rome was beautiful but like anywhere that just be mindful anywhere. be mindful of of your surroundings and of people that are just a little bit too close to you but yeah i think those were pretty helpful tips from people that i've spoke to i would say to add on to that always if you're going to have a cross body bag make Mm -hmm. sure it's in front of you make sure it's like a zipper nothing's open or if you have a fanny pack a lot of people travel with those Mm -hmm. keep it in front of you keep maybe your hand on one i used one when i was in london and i was fine Mm -hmm. but then again i wasn't keeping it to the side i was keeping it in front of me yeah Uh, you want everything really close to you also i think an overall Anywhere you go, you don't want to be too showy. I think that's an Mm -hmm. obvious, but especially by yourself, because imagine someone, and I I read this when people were giving, were giving some of the tips that people would compliment someone and it would be a way to distract them or it would be a guy trying to 
compliment a girl and the girls think, oh, how nice in another country, you know. And, and then, then your he, wallet is gone. Exactly. So you want to be careful of how you're presenting yourself, mm-hmm. who's talking to you, where your belongings are, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. We actually got a couple of more really smart tips uh, from the Skimbassador group. So shout out to those who read the Skim. Uh, so we have a few here. Looks like uh, one of them was uh, getting a phone tripod and a remote shutter for your phone mm. so that you can take pictures of yourself without, without having to ask strangers. Um which is a pretty good idea. I don't think I, yeah, I don't think that was on my mind. I think I, I kind of look at someone and gauge, oh, maybe if they're a tourist too, I can ask them. But right. you, that's a good way to hey, take picture, you know, by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, also look up emergency numbers in the area you're going to be in. That's very smart. Never thought of that. That's a really <laughs> good one. Uh, <clears throat> If you end up dry, I'm not sure if you guys are going to rent a car, but if you end up um, renting a car, uh, try to get one with um, Wi-Fi so that you're connected, even if you're driving in kind of a, an yeah, unknown area yeah, in a, or in a place where you're not really in the big city anymore. So I would say, let's see. So um, several people mentioned about the using the Lysol wipes. I mean, you should do that here anyway. Really? Yeah. For where particularly in your Airbnb? Uh, yeah, in the Airbnb because they've posted in that group and in other groups like horror stories. I'm in a travel group and they posted, you know, where they'll go into an Airbnb and it'll be super dirty. So mm-hmm. obviously take advantage of that. You should have like a uh, hand sanitizer and those wipes. You know, that's just a good practice. Um, but I feel like that should kind of be an obvious or you would think it wouldn't need to be when you're going. Yeah, because in. I, I use Lysol in my office. Does. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need Lysol. Yeah, I guess no. so. Uh, <laughs> then um, so uh, once you're in the area of the Airbnb or hotel or if you're staying in a hostel, uh, walk around during the day just to get a feel for it. See yes. kind of how it is. Like, do you need like. Can you take short cup, shortcuts places or do you need to walk on the main, you know, drag, whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> then uh, another another way to meet people, they say food tours. Several people mention that. So I would say try food tours or those city tours, um, you know, it can get you kind of to bring a... a Bring yourself around a larger group of people, mm-hmm. but also get to see the see the sights and maybe get to try like non-American food. Yes. Um, download your maps ahead of time on Google Maps. So I actually Ooh. did this when I went to Cuba, but that was only because I wasn't going to have service. But that's okay. something good that anyone should do. Um, so you can kind of plan out your day looking at your maps like, hey, I'm going here just so you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not like... You know, with a map holding up like the typical tourist. Looking like a, looking like a target. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> try to get, um, you know, an international phone plan or make sure you're in places with Wi-Fi so that you can have access if you need to make an emergency phone call mm-hmm. um, or you need to get in touch with family. Uh, <clears throat> someone said registering trip your trip with the State Department. And I, I, okay, I don't know about registering your trip with the State Department. That sounds a little bit much, but um, sending two people back home your itinerary. Yes. I've done that and I've made copies of my passport. Um, and Ooh, that's smart. And the, you should send, for example, if you're going somewhere, send to your best friend or your parents or, or other family members the area and the address of your Airbnb or hotel mm-hmm. uh, just so they have that in case they can't get in touch with you and they want to try to reach out to the, to the, the person yeah, in charge. Yeah, exactly. The host or the you know manager if it's hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, travel insurance, although I have never 
gotten it myself. Someone recommended to get that so you can look look into that. Mm-hmm. Um, bring a backup battery for your phone, have it charged, mm-hmm. or one of those nowadays you can like bring that extra battery. Uh, bring that just because I've had that where you're taking so many pictures. Maybe you went on social media when you had a chance to get Wi-Fi and then – you know, you're just there's you're using your phone for maps and everything that your phone dies and it's three or four o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. and you have so many more places to go see. Mm-hmm. So try to make sure that you're getting a, uh, you know, you're bringing a backup battery. Also, um, take a card if possible from the from a hotel Um even if you – this is actually a smart idea. Even if you stay at an Airbnb or a hostel, mm-hmm. you have a card of a hotel to show your – your um, excuse me, your cab driver or your Uber driver. So it's like, okay, this is where I'm staying. And then as opposed to like with your Airbnb, like, oh, I'm going to this area. Right. Like just so there's like an exact location as opposed to maybe – um, okay, I'm going to this or an Airbnb that's like on a narrow street. Oh, you, oh, you mean to show? Yes, okay, exactly. The to show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so it looks like okay, this is my destination. This is exactly where I'm going. Right. Um, even if you're not staying in that particular hotel, um, I would say I'm trying to think if there were any others that were. Uh, Another thing I just just realized was um, I don't know if they sell like. The outlets are different when you go to yes. Europe. So I was thinking, I don't know if there's like a store that sells certain, um, what is it, adapters for your for your phone before you actually get yes. to your destination. You can order it on Amazon. Yeah. So I was I would say that would be something else because I I remember even though it was a while ago I've been to Europe when we got there they were like oh yeah you you're going to need these and I was just like just look like a like a little robot or something. <laughs> So yeah, I would say that would be something to order be those ahead of. of time. Order those ahead of time, so in case you're taking a lot of pictures and your phone dies, at least you have something to back up to charge when mm-hmm. you get back to your room in your hostel or or your um or your hotel. Um, oh yeah, and then there was the one more um, one more tip here. I think from someone from Skim, she said to look up your nearest embassy. Like I said, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like Taken. You know, like. I like mean, the movie oh, Taken. No. I think that's smart, Actually, though. though, because I think that's more so if you lose your passport, okay. that's the first place that you would need to go. <laughs> that I was thinking exactly. Like, yeah, like, um, like there's going to be like a coup or, or something. <laughs> Someone's going to grade But no, you. it's because in, in, the, in the unfortunate event that, yeah, you, that you, mispla- you, you misplace, yeah, you lose your passport. Yeah, then you can't get home. Yeah, I mean, th- that sounds nice sometimes. If you're in Paris, you can't get home. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like you want to go home at the end of, but imagine yeah. like extending it from like a week to two weeks. Yeah, and then two months pass. You're like, all right, I'm, you're like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with these Paris, these French. Um, but yeah, I think those are all really, really good tips. I'm trying to think of there um, any more that we should share. I think that uh, a lot of people I know go to like really remote places or like mm-hmm. if, or even just places that are really far you really just i think want to prep ahead of time yes. so i even heard this when i was going to cuba and it was a good practice not that you want to overpack but you kind of want to be over prepared like think yeah. about if you're going to run out of something and you're going imagine you're going to like thailand for 2 weeks and you're going to run out of something you want to try to have that extra stuff on you mm-hmm. um so you don't need to worry about finding a store and having to speak to more s- locals if unless that's you know what you want to do right um also i think just 
the way that you kind of conduct yourself where you're looking looking out for yourself and steering clear of the wrong neighborhoods if someone's telling you hey don't go there right. or um oh that's you know if it's like oh it's really expensive it's not worth it oh it's just that's going to take you out of your way mm-hmm. and especially if it's from like a local and they're giving you good yeah. advice I-, I think that's also a good idea to maybe um, find someone that that went there or maybe lived there and to or a, a local that goes there maybe connect with them and kind mm-hmm. of ask where are the safe places I should go yeah. what are where are some good like spots to eat mm-hmm. or uh, I know one of our friends shout out to Gervy um, she went to Brazil and she had like she paid for her own personal tour guide yes I remember which I thought I was like that's like super dope uh-huh. so she really got to see like the real culture and the real mm-hmm. natives and how they live in Brazil so but in a safe way but in a but in a safe way and also the tour guide wasn't there all the time so she still could you know travel and retro off by herself but at least she knew like where the safe places were yes. so i would say that's another idea even though it, it may be a little bit pricier but if you want to pay for your own personal tour guide so you don't you're not with a group of people and you get to really get to see the city um that's also another option if you're traveling by yourself for like a cheaper option, if you want to do the tour guide, excuse me, the tour guides, but you don't want to have your own or you yeah. can't pay for your own or whatever, uh, there in like every city, if you look up and then you can get passes where you do mm-hmm. the, um, you know, the city tours or mm-hmm. the bus tours or think depending on where you are, mm-hmm. um, and especially during the day, those are safe. There's you know a person guiding you with everything. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have options to listen with headphones or without. Or not. Uh, so I think that's another good recommendation if you want something like a stru- if you want a structured trip, yeah, uh, in a safe space, of course. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Uh, so yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy the different tips that we have. Um, in terms of living by yourself or living with a roommate, just remember communication, um, boundaries, respecting one e- uh, each other's spaces. In terms of living by yourself, just make sure your research um cheaper or more affordable. Uh, destinations um, when you're living by yourself and also just the neighborhood that you're living with as well and then all the tips that we just shared with you in terms of living by yourself so I would say I would say the consensus for both like living along with the roommate and traveling would probably be research like you just plan 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 ahead prep ahead just do your research on everything before you plan to move out before you plan to hop on a plane and and you know travel the world just really really do your research um so yeah thank you guys for listening um we are going to be doing more ig lives which we did last week so if you guys um missed it we're going to be doing more of those just so you guys can have a better idea of who palm t and earl gray are definitely follow us on the tea room pod on instagram on twitter Twitter, on facebook tea room podcast exactly follow us on soundcloud and please please subscribe (laughs) to us on itunes um we're looking forward to hearing from you guys and your comments so Thank you for listening. Keep sipping.